A relatively new Cranford tradition are snow sculptures in front of the home at the corner of Springfield Avenue and West End Place. The man behind the sculptures is Robert Schott. Saturday's snow, followed by the warmer temperatures on Sunday, made for ideal conditions to create the latest sculpture. As the work was just getting started on Sunday morning, I stopped by and asked Robert what will soon be gracing his front yard. Bernie, I'm building a 12-foot tall Olaf from Frozen out of snow. What's involved with putting that all together? Today, right now, it's about 32 degrees as we're talking. The sun is kind of peeking out from the clouds. Is this perfect snow sculpting weather? Well, the town's been after me to do something, and it's been so cold that the snow doesn't pack. So when I saw it today coming with 46-degree temperature high, I knew the, soft, the snow was going to get real soft and be very packable. I, gotta have, I have to be able to pack it. And then we mound the big pile high and, you know, higher and higher, and then I start carving down from the top. We had enough snow last night to make uh, a sculpture like this? Yeah, sure. We had, we had the original snow, which is kind of frozen underneath, and the new snow, looks like about four inches, is really nice and packable. So we're taking that off the top layer, and as the sun warms up the next layer, I can start to use that snow. Was Olaf something that you had in mind from the beginning of the winter? No, I had another idea in mind that will take two days to make, so I'm holding that one off. And someone said, you need to do Olaf, and I looked him up. And it said, that's perfect. It's a snow, a snow character from the movie, so it's just a perfect thing. How did you come up with this idea of snow sculpting in the first place? You know, a lot of folks grew up making snowmen on their front yards, but you take it to a whole nother level. <laughs> For fun, I made these in high school, a few in college, and I sort of had a knack. I'd put a big pile of snow, and I'd say, that looks like frog, so I made a frog. I didn't do them for a while until I had kids here in Cranford, and I just started making them again, sort of free form. I realized that people liked it, so I started to sharpen how I made them. Now I think about it, I get an image, I grid it out, I get all the proportions right. It always comes out closer to what I think it should be than it used to. Doing this is not just a one-man effort, though. No, I kind of realized when my kids went off to school, I needed to get the neighborhood involved. So this winter I created a Facebook group called the Cranford Snow Sculpture Roadies. And I put the call out yesterday morning saying, I think Sunday's going to be the day. And this morning I said, game on. And the neighborhood's starting to show up now. As we were standing here a little before we started recording, people were passing by on Springfield Avenue to shout out and ask what you were making. <laughs> it's continuous. Sometimes I wonder how I get it all done. They stop. They want to know what I'm doing. They honk their horns. They're cheering. I always look at it this way. It's the one day in the year where everybody likes me because they can't wait to see what I'm going to put out here. People might not realize they didn't go to Penn State, but this is a special weekend for Penn State. How does that tie into what you're doing today? Penn State's holding their 46-hour dance marathon to support the research and care for pediatric cancer. So there's about 15,000 students running this thing at the Jordan Bryce Center at Penn State campus in uh, Pennsylvania. Their aim is to raise more than they did last year, which was about $13.5 million. So the fundraising began in the fall. You might see Penn State kids doing canning on the corners. That's all over the country. And it culminates in this weekend with the dance marathon, celebration of the service and work that they're doing, and to see how it's being used to help the kids and their families fighting the battle of cancer. The reason I'm focused on the Penn State Thon is that I have two daughters there. Carly's a junior, Julie's a sophomore. They're both participating, and I have the signs out on the window, the Penn State logo, the Thon signs. And last year when I did this, people actually contacted me about how they might be able to donate. So that connection is really important for my family, and it helps kind of bring it full circle.
The Hanlon family were the first snow sculpture roadies to show up, and I asked Joe Hanlon why they were there. Something that Robert has done for years, and we've always admired what he does for the community. His kids have done it for him for years. They moved away to college, and uh, it's just kind of our way of giving back and helping out with uh, a great sculpture. It's always fun to see, you know, this mound of snow turn from a mound into something amazing. So it's fun to be part of it. It's a lot of fun. Do you uh, get involved with art projects in school as well? Um, yes. Um, we usually make masks, clay sculptures, sometimes like this. You have to start out with a huge mound of clay, and you kind of have to just like plan everything out, how you're going to make it. Do you like the creativity aspects of being involved with these snow sculptures? I love it. It's a great community project. I like how we all doing this together, and it's a great thing to see every year. Now, when you guys aren't here helping to build this, have you built snowmen or snowwomen at your houses? Um, not always because our road isn't on the main road. So this road, I think it's way better because everyone gets to see that. I remember all my friends get to talk about it, and I'm like, I got to build that. To learn more about the Penn State Thon and how you can contribute, please click the link or go to thon.org. This is Bernie Wagenblast, Cranford Radio.